Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Inner Visions of the Inspired Podcast. Tonight, I am going to be talking about my experience as a father. Um, I'm pretty excited to um, express my experience to all of you and why this is very important to me because I never thought I would ever be a father in my life. I never thought that fatherhood could bring me this much uh, joy into my life. So I wanted to share with you my passion for fatherhood and how I could do better. And I also give tips on how to prepare for fatherhood. So everybody, Sit back, relax, and let's get busy because Inner Visions of the Inspired is coming up right now. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Um... It's been a beautiful day, despite being very cold. Um, I believe it's in the uh, 30s tonight. This weekend is going to be extremely cold, especially on a Sunday. So people all around Virginia, make sure you warm up. You know, don't dress to impress. Just stay warm. All right? Stay warm. Um... Man, um, this is a special topic for me because I'm very new to being a father, but I'm also enjoying the experiences so far. Um, One thing that came to my mind is, will I be able to take care of my son? Will I have the mental fortitude to do what I need to do um, to feed my son, bathe my son, um, give him a haircut, tell him a bedtime story, and things of that nature. Is Nothing is really easy, but with that is also a fun experience. Um, wow. Well, my wife first announced that she was pregnant I was I was in total shock but I was scared let me tell you this she was so excited I was excited but I was more scared I felt like felt like running away at that time because I was extremely scared because I was I, I didn't want to fail my son I didn't want to be a failure as a father I felt like I didn't have the means to take care of him well I do but it was like can I do it I'm telling you, 
it, it, it was a learning process for me, you know, before my son was born. And I'm telling you, the day that my wife gave birth, um, it was something totally new, but it was something a little scary. You know, I've never experienced this as a husband. I've never experienced something quite like this. And we had a little scare. And, you know, um, it's something that is, gets me very emotional talking about it. Because... I don't want to get too much into details, but let's just say that I almost lost my wife and son that day. Extremely close to losing them. And the thought that came to my mind is do I have to bury two people that I love the most? I mean, I've suffered, I still suffer from PTSD from that ever since. Uh, it was hard to talk about it to all of you, but I haven't, I haven't seeked help yet. You know, I'm using this podcast as a refuge to express what I've been going through instead of actually getting the help that I need. There were many times at night where I be getting some nightmares because I feel like, okay, what if I delayed? going to the emergency room a little longer because it is I almost I almost blew it for my family where I had a delayed response because I was so damn tired I didn't want to get up but my wife was grasping air telling me Ray I think I need to go to the hospital please take me I'm just I'm just thankful that she made it through fine and that my son is healthy and strong my wife is healthy and strong and my son is healthy and strong and to the glory of the God of my understanding I just want to give him the credit because without his presence I probably would be a widow and I would rather 
for the, I would rather lose my life than them losing theirs. I'll sacrifice mine to save theirs in a heartbeat. But I'm telling you, when I when I went home, instead of staying at the hospital, I went home. This was when my wife was in a hospital after birth. Um, I, I stayed there for a little bit, then I went home because I was that I was that much emotional. I was like, in the morning time, I woke up. I broke down crying. I was like, oh no. I felt like I failed. I failed as a husband. I felt as a man. And um, this situation overshadowed the birth of my son because I didn't want nothing to happen to my wife. Um, but when I got that phone call early in the morning, Oh wait, this is Jennifer. When I heard her voice, I was like, I said, baby, are you fine? I said, yes, I'm fine. My head nearly hit the top of the roof. I was celebrating. I was celebrating like I was celebrating like the Pittsburgh Steelers were winning the Super Bowl. Okay, I my head nearly reached the top of the ceiling. All right. I was celebrating for joy. I was like, I was so happy that my wife and son were okay. I really am. But let me tell you the first day when I saw my son. Um, when I look at when I saw my son, I'm like, oh my goodness. I saw the head and I saw the eyes. I'm like, is this really true? Is this really true? I'm like, I look in amazement and like, that's my son. It's like, Jenny, we made it. We made it. We did it. We did it. It was like, but my other thought was, Okay, well, Ray is okay. Now it's my wife okay. And I'll say right now, they're both doing great. And I give glory to God for saving their lives, man. I don't know. I don't know where we would be without him, you know. So I got to give my gratitude to him, the God of my understanding. All right. My wife's beliefs in God are totally different from my beliefs in God. But one thing's for certain that we love our God. We do. We sure do. Um, I love her so much and I love my son. I want to get back to the story. When I saw my son, I was like, was nervous, but I was like, oh my goodness, he looks so precious. 
And I'm like, oh, wow, this is my son. And then I called my mom and told her that he was delivered. Let me show you the video. And when my mom saw my son in the uh, video, I've never seen or heard my mom cry in my life. Not one time. And for my mom to break down like that over the phone, it was like, this, this is, this is something special for her because my mom is, what, I believe my mom is 64, 65, and, uh, and this is her first grandchild, this is the first one, and I'm 42, I became a father at 40 years old, okay, this is like my first child at the age of 40, can't you believe it, so the God of our understanding can create miracles for us like no other, I'm telling you. But for everybody, for men who are first-time fathers, um, to all the fathers, but this is especially to the first-time fathers, I want you to listen up. All right. Raising a child is not easy, but it's a thing of beauty. I'm going to repeat that again. Raising a child is never easy, but it's a thing of beauty to enjoy. All right. You now have an extra set of responsibilities that you got to take care of now that you have a child. One, you better make sure he eats first. All right. Make sure he's bathed, change his diaper, brush his teeth. Now you have to take the time to go to his doctor appointment, set up for daycare, help him read, help him develop. This is your child's time. This is time to shine. You had your chance to shine. Now is your child's time to shine. Not saying stop your goals. Keep striving for your goals. But in the meantime, while you're doing it, make sure your child develops to the best human in the world. Your child development is your number one priority now. All right. Now you got to teach him how to talk, teach him how to walk, teach him how to listen. If things say he doesn't understand, well, you have to explain it to him. Now, got to teach him how to use a laptop when he gets a little older. You know, it's a lot of work raising a child. So, I have to give kudos to my wife, Jennifer, for, you know, doing such an amazing job raising our son together. 
All right, it is. We've lost sleep over it. At the same time, while we lose our sleep, we know that he's being taken care of. It's a beauty. All right. Just think of a newborn child as a blessing. It's such a precious thing to have because it's your own child. I don't understand how so many fathers want to run away. They want to run away from a child, run away from a woman that you had sex with. Now she's pregnant and now you now you have to run away because you're afraid of the extra responsibility. I don't care what financial situation you're in, but you better do your damnness to take care of that child. Level up, as they say. Man, you must level up. The men who run away from fatherhood has shown signs of immaturity and your immaturity is going to affect your child. We don't need immature men. We need real men. We need strong men. Especially strong black men. Black men, if we are the ones trying to hit it and quit it and not wanting to raise a child, then what was the Million Man March for? Uh, Why did, you ask yourself, why did Louis Farrakhan make the Million Man March? It was supposed to be something special, something unique. It's about unifying black men. Black men to think. Black men to critically analyze their lives and see what they can do better. Especially fathers. Fathers. And that Million Man March talks about manhood. Manhood. Real manhood takes care of the home and is a shining example of a good community. A good household leads to a good community. All right. The reason why you have a lot of single mothers out there A lot of it is due to the fact that men tend to run away from responsibility. Now, the sad part is there are women out there. Okay, they they get pregnant by a certain guy who claims to who they think to have money or have value. They're using motherhood as a get rich scheme 
Okay. Not all of them. Not all ladies, but some of them do. All right. And actually, the justice system and the government protects them. All right. It protects them as far as financially. Hey, they'll get child support, spousal support. The system is really built to help women, especially single parent mothers. Let's let's tell it like it is. All right. But for men, the number one priority is the child. All right. You're going to have to make sacrifices to benefit the child. All right. Got to find a way to make sure your child has good insurance. Got to take them to the doctor's office. You got to do so many things. All right. You got to make sure your child is well taken care of. It's not easy. But it is so fun. I'm telling you, reading my son a bedtime story and him saying da 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 is something beautiful. It's a thing of beauty, man. I'm telling you, I kept smiling. I kept laughing every time I hear him say da 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 da. I was laughing all the way throughout reading him a story. But man. Fatherhood is a beautiful thing. Trust and believe me. Trust and believe me. All right. So if you want your child to thrive, if you want your child to stay focused, you know, without a lot of trauma, men and women, you have to at least unite. I do believe in a two-parent system, a man and woman. And I believe the man and woman who are um, parents, they have to find a way to come to a court to unite and take care of the child. It's all about positive spirit. It is. It sure is. That's right. But I want the fathers to realize that it's all about the child's happiness. What does the child want to do with his life when he grows up? It's not about wanting your child to live your dreams. Because if you do that, man, it is going to turn out as a disaster. All right? When that happens, when um, a parent forces a child to live out their dreams, nine times out of ten, the child will want to run away from home. They want to join gangs. They want to free themselves from the household. That is forcing them to not think for themselves and this and that and the other. 
That's right. But why fatherhood is so important? One, all right, by the father being present, all right, the children are more likely, I mean, more likely to focus a little bit more on the academic world. They're more likely to focus more on school. But it doesn't 100% necessarily mean that they become like the brightest. You know, one thing I've learned from Dr. Phil Valentine. Well, let me rephrase that. I say they're not the brightest. I'm saying it's no guarantee that their academics will shoot through the roof, but they're more likely will do well in school. So let me make that correction right there. That was my mistake, my error. The Reverend Dr. Phil Valentine said that children who are born from a one-night stand, all right, because the exhaust seed carries much energy, more likely you know, that child becomes brilliant. Brilliant children and adults came from a man and a woman having a one-night stand. It sounds complicated, but that's what happened. Fatherhood is a beautiful thing. You just got to make sacrifices and enjoy life with your child. Enjoy life. That's right. That's right. But here's another thing I want the fathers to learn and the fathers to know. Spend as much time as you can with your son, even if you're tired. Now, that area I could I could do a lot better. Because there are so many times where I didn't want to be bothered. I would be so focused on trying to build my, ba- my brain for the podcast. But knowing that my son needs food. That my son needs attention. My son needs total attention. So before you go to bed, tell your son, tell your daughter, tell your family, tell your kids how much you love them and how much you truly respect their opinion and their bold move. You know, we got to be proud of our kids no matter what. We got to, we got to be there and show love and support, be that support system. It's very key. Everybody, everybody, everybody. I have a special announcement. February 26th, 
7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have inner visions of the Inspired Podcast. The I have what is called Open Mic. Inner visions of the Inspired Podcast presents Open Mic on Instagram Live where I just bring up entrepreneurs. I have them speak, you know, give you guys a sales pitch. You know, they're going to talk about their um, their business and whatnot. They're going to try to sell you guys their brand. That's what I want because I love to help elevate other people who are trying So let me give the, let me give you guys this announcement. February 26, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is Intervisions of the Inspired Podcast Open Mic on Instagram Live. My two guests. Those two are awesome. Those two are magnificent. Man, one has big mood energy all around him and the other is one of the hottest podcasters not only here in America but all around the world she is ranked in the top five as far as best independent podcaster in America One, give it up for I Am Bray and Kiki Chanel. Kiki Chanel podcast is lit. Please go on YouTube. Please go on Spotify to listen. Let me tell you, she's the most exciting podcaster I've seen in since Don Nicoleone. Since Don Nicoleone. So, please check out Kiki Chanel, but also please check out my one-on-one interview with I Am Bright and Kiki Chanel all in the same room, 7 o'clock p.m. under Inner Visions of Sunra Ricks II. That's me. Please check me out. Live is going to be awesome. Right, and please don't forget to check out Don Nicoleone. Check it out Monday through Friday. Um, starts at uh, four o'clock p.m. But she hasn't created new episodes lately. Um, she has been doing hot damn politics, but that's been off for a month. So hopefully. I will hear from them and hopefully they will be back on air pretty soon. But they have a lot of projects that they're doing that has helped elevate their brand. All right. So always remember to make the impossible possible. You are an innovator, a motivator to the world because of the groundwork you put into it. So everybody... 
So remember to make the impossible possible because the power is yours. You have a wonderful night. Goodbye.